If you're ready to get out of your own way to follow the seven-figure science of success, then welcome to Sell Without Selling. Tune in with renowned international speaker Stacey O'Byrne as she shows you how mastering relationships, achieving the proper mindset, and attaining the necessary motivation will catapult you away from failure and onto your journey to greatness. And now, here is your host, Stacey O'Byrne. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Sell Without Selling. I'm your host, Stacey O'Byrne, and I believe that learning the art and the science of how to sell without selling is the only way to achieve high six and seven figure success. I'm really excited to get into today's episode and really quick, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, or sales professional, and you haven't hit the level of success that you've wanted or needed, or if you're stuck and needing a pivot in your business and your success, or maybe you just want more and you understand the importance of having a coach to help identify the blind spots, increase accountability, and help with success strategies to take you, your business, your income, and your success to the next level. If this sounds like something for you, then head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. There's a quick application there that will lead to a personal phone call with me to see if we're a great fit for each other. All right, let's do this. This is one of my favorite questions to ask. I ask it of myself, I ask it of my clients, I ask it when I'm on stage speaking. I make sure that on a continual basis I'm checking myself and making others aware of this. And that question is, are you selling or are you closing? See, sales in itself is such a wide topic. It is so broad and so deep and there's so many different sales trainings out there. There's so many different negotiation trainings. There's so many entrepreneurs, business owners, and sales professionals who are constantly seeking more and more knowledge on selling. And I'm going to share with you to absolutely continually hone your sales skills because it is that sales is a skill set. It is a definitely a learned behavior. Now we hear on a continual basis, the question or the statement that salespeople aren't made, they're born. You know, maybe that is true to a certain capacity. And what I mean by that is I believe anybody with the right mindset can do anything that they set that mindset or that mind to do. So for me, I was raised by a salesperson. My father, my father was the number one salesperson in the tri-state area on the East Coast in the industrial piping industry. And you know, I, I learned a lot from him. Was I born to be a salesperson? No, I, I, I don't think I was. You know, I was, I was born in a time where the, the feminine movement really had just started and women were still at home or, or holding, you know, not real professional 
categories at that time. You know, they were receptionists, they were administrative assistants, they were clerical, they were retail. You know, rarely were they powerhouse salespeople or powerhouse content providers or experts in an area. And yeah, there, there was a very large movement that created the space for that. This podcast isn't about that. This podcast is about getting very, very clear on selling versus closing. You know, first and foremost, it really requires you to put some thought into it. Have you ever thought of the difference between selling and closing? Is there a difference to you? When you look at those two words, when you look at those two actions, do they have a different meaning for you or are they synonymous? Look, there is no right and no wrong in how you look at this. It's just a fair question. See, for me, the two are very, very different, and I'll get into that in a little bit. For you, if they're the same, well, then step back and allow yourself to find the differences in it, because I truly wholeheartedly believe that there are minor differences in the two words. Webster's Dictionary defines selling as delivering or giving up in violation of duty, trust, loyalty, and especially for personal gain. To give up property to another for something of value such as money. To offer for sale. To give up in return for something else, especially foolishly or dishonorably, like someone sold their birthright for a mess of pottage to exact a price, to deliver goods for money. So that is what selling means from the Webster's definition. That's what selling means from Webster's definition. Now, closing, on the other hand, according to the Webster's dictionary, closing means a concluding part a closable gap, a meaning of parties to formally transfer a deal. So to me, looking at these two definitions, we can see a difference. It's going to completely start with how it is you view it. Are the two synonymous to you or are they different? for you. If they're synonymous, step back. Allow yourself to look at the definition to extract any difference you can. So let me ask you a couple questions. What's the numbers of your business? Because let's face it, we got to know the numbers of our business, right? What is your closing ratio, your sales ratio, right? How many people, how many prospective clients do you prospect, enter your funnel, move through your funnel system that end up in your product, service, and solution. This is known as a closing ratio. So what is your closing ratio? You know, you've heard me say 
uh, in previous podcasts that the average salesperson closes 10% of the sales just because there's a need, want, and desire. And a well-trained salesperson, they close 30% of the sales because they've learned all of the negotiation advanced techniques, right? My closing ratio is 88%. I'm sharing with you this to avoid impressing you. I want to impress upon you. This entire process is a science. Are you clear on what's working? Are you clear on what's not working? Are you, have you ever tracked what it is you do that gets results and what it is you do that may not get the results that you need? One of my favorite questions that follows this, are you selling or closing, is are you even prospecting? And if so, how are you prospecting? What's your pipeline look like? See, part of adding to the ease of increasing your closing ratio is putting yourself out there on a continual basis. Identifying what the needs, wants, and desires are and making sure that you're an expert in the ability to fulfill them. So in order for me to share with you how I identified selling versus closing, I want to share with you my journey See, I was a very good salesperson. I started out as an inside salesperson. I went through an immense amount of sales trainings. I went through negotiation trainings. I went through script trainings, how to sell not scripted. I worked with scripts, without scripts. I can go on and on. I was in hardcore telemarketing. And one of my biggest obstacles when I found that I got the least results was when I wasn't prepared. And what I mean by that is it's really important for you to know who your prospective client is, who they are, you know, what they look like, where they hang out at. We'll get into that in a little bit. It's really important to understand what their needs, wants, desires are, what their pain points are. Look, people care less about what it is you're offering and they care more about what their problems are. So when you can identify, relate to what their problems are, then they understand and identify that you really do understand what it is they're going through. And because you understand that, you have to be able to solve it for them. And see, the less prepared I was in my younger years, the more self-doubt I had, the more self-doubt crept up on me. And when self-doubt crept up on me, then one big factor started happening, and that was the Itty Bitty Shitty Committee. That voice in my head went crazy. And when that happened, I turned around and lowered my pricing to accommodate my non-belief of myself, my self-worth to accommodate my self-doubt, I compromised my overall profit. When I started making those shifts, when I started really understanding how I was getting in my way, my gross profit increased along with my gross revenue. That increased as well. But I want to talk more about the lack of preparation. 
See, there was a point early on in my career where I didn't understand my competition. I didn't understand them at all. I didn't know who they were. I didn't know what they were strong at. I didn't know what they were weak at. I didn't know how they marketed. I didn't know who they went after. I didn't know who their prospective client was. I didn't know how they communicated. I knew very little about my competition. And I'm talking about every industry I was in. You know, when I was in corporate America and when I was selling uh, electromechanical and interconnect, when I was in the high tech industry, I'm talking about when I owned a printing company and I'm talking about when I started Pivot Point Advantage, my, my training company. You know, the one mistake I made was I never understood who I was going toe to toe with in the market. So that really fell into the, the lack of preparation. When I wasn't prepared, I also had very little understanding of who my prospective client was, who they were, what they were, how they were, and where they were. See, we all have prospective clientele. doesn't matter if you put five people, all who sell the same products next to each other. If you really had them drilled down who specifically they served, not the broad brushstroke that their industry tells them, them specifically, you would find that each of them really had their own niche, their own perspective client that they best connected with, that they best related to, that they best served. And for that reason, that's where the mentality of abundance comes from. Because when you realize it doesn't really matter how much of your competition exists out there. What really matters is who you serve, how you serve them, what their needs, wants, and desires are, and where you find them, you'll find out, you'll realize that the only competition that really exists is you. Because there is an abundance out there. We all attract our own people. And it's really important to understand how you're showing up. See, I have a belief that who we are when no one's looking is who we need to be when everyone is looking. When we put that mask on, there's a level of incongruency that exudes out of that. When we show up how we think people need us to be, when we show up how we want people to see us, we're actually doing a disservice because we're not showing up with who we really are and how we really should be and how we really serve. See, the second you become something else other than who or what you're not, you're inauthentic. And when we're inauthentic, it's harder for people to connect with us. So allow yourself to be that person that you are when no one else is looking. Allow yourself to show up that way when everyone is looking. You'll find you're far more transparent. You'll, you'll find you're far more congruent. See, the other thing that's important is to understand, are you showing up because you need to 
or are you showing up because you get to? See, when we need to do something, there's a level of desperation there. When we get to do something, there's an incredible level of service there. And both of those show up with different energy. So for me, to me, the difference between selling and closing is very easy. Selling is when you have a product, service, and solution, and you're generally filling a need, want, and desire. Selling is when you're presenting your product. Selling is when you're communicating a generic solution. Selling is when you aren't making it about the other person, you're making it about you. Selling is a very one-sided relationship. See, for me, closing. Closing is when you have a total, complete understanding of the other party's need, want, and desire. And you understand that you are the expert solution or product for that person's need. And through that, you have the ability to connect their need, their need, them and their problem to your product, service, or solution, and you. Very specifically, this requires zero presentation. This requires the ability to listen. This requires the ability to communicate. This requires the ability to relate and understand. See, the better you are at understanding their need, want, and desire, the stronger you are at your skill set, your expertise, the easier the concept of a one-call close happens. My 88% closing ratio happens 95% of the time on the first call. See, when you understand how to step into people's map of reality, speak into their listening, move them through their decision-making process, help be a catalyst in getting them out of their way so that they can get on their way and have their way. You become very efficient. And by becoming very efficient, you can be of more service. See, this entire foundation of selling without selling is exactly that. It's important to close. It's absolutely important to ask for the order. It's necessary to because their brain is incapable of taking action on ambiguity. Their brain must take action on specificity. And the only way specificity exists is if you put a call to action to it. So it's really important to look at your process. It's really important to look at how you show up. If you have a program that doubts your worth, doubts your capabilities, if you make money and lose money on a continual basis, if the itty-bitty shitty committee is loud and in stereo in your head, if you're showing up for you 
If you're constantly presenting your product, service, and solution, if you don't know your numbers, if you're not prospecting the way you should, the way you could, and the way you deserve, then there is a high probability that you are always selling. Now, yes, there's a terminology out there called ABC, always be closing. You hear people say, always be selling. I can tell you, I never sell. And I can tell you, I always close. This is how I have built every one of my high six figure businesses. And this is the foundation of the seven figure businesses that I have built because I never sell and I always serve. For me, I operate off of a W cubed philosophy and that's it's gotta be a win for them and a win for their environment before I ever allow it to be a win for me. So my question to you is really easy. Are you selling or are you closing? Is there a difference for you now? I hope that if you are on the selling equation, you learn how to move over to the serving equation. I hope that if your closing ratio, the numbers of your prospecting business versus the closings in your business, if they aren't high, I hope you're willing to do something about it. I look forward to hearing your feedback in social media, on Instagram, and in Facebook. I look forward to hearing, learning, and seeing how selling and closing is synonymous and or different for you. I can tell you, I never sell and I always serve. Your success is important to me, and it's also important to me to make sure that these episodes are valuable to you. I would love for you to do a few things right now. I'd love for you to hop over to Instagram and follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. That's hop over to Instagram and follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. Second, I'd love it if you'd head over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. That's head over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. We have an immense amount of interaction on both platforms. We also share different information on both platforms. So we look forward to seeing you there. Last and definitely not least, I love to chat with you, give feedback on the episodes, and find out any topics that you're interested in to help make this podcast more powerful and helpful to you achieving the success you've always dreamed of, desired, and deserved. Head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. Let's get a 15-minute call on the schedule. I look forward to getting to know you. Always remember this, choice is a powerful thing and suffering is always optional. Get out of your way so that you can get on your way so you can finally have your way. Thanks so much for listening and I look forward to talking with you soon. Whether it's mastering your mindset, communication or success, we have more ways to keep you on your journey to greatness. Be sure to visit us at pivotpointadvantage.com for exclusive online training programs, success-specific courses, and more ways to connect to Stacy directly to help you achieve the financial success you've always desired, dreamed, and deserved. That's all available on pivotpointadvantage.com.